the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Pastor Scott Show. Great to be with you today. Hour two of our fine afternoon together, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. We talk about issues of the day from a Christian perspective. A few years ago, I got to go to uh, Washington, D.C. I've only been once in my life. And um, I got to, uh, I went there for a conference, a pastor's conference, but uh, I spent a few extra days and I spent, you know, the, whenever the conference wasn't going, I went all over that city and uh, I got to do a lot of stuff there, you know, part of, uh, you know, I had a great time there and got to see some old friends and uh, I hung out in the House of Representatives for uh, two hours, almost by myself the whole time. That was a, an interesting opportunity. I was not wearing a buffalo suit, did not, you know, wasn't that guy. And, you know... I went all over that town. You know, something about that town is that if you ever visit there, you may not need to rent a car if you're living somewhere near because the subway system is great. Like the, it's safe. I felt safe. It seemed safe. It was efficient. It took you where you wanted to go. You were within legitimate walking distance, you know, from where you want to go, which is what you need with public transportation. I mean, I know that any place is walking distance if you got the time, right? But it's something that... I always think that the reason that we get all this money in California for subways and for public transportation from Washington is because they think that Los Angeles or San Diego should be like them, and we're too spread out. It's uh, it's a whole different world back east where these cities are just built in these really small areas, and so the train system uh, works really well to get you around. It's it's definitely something that is useful. Well, you know, here, if you're in L.A. or San Diego and you're using the trolley or the metro or one of these things, if you happen to live and work near where those lines are, it's pretty convenient. But if you don't, it doesn't work at all. Uh, and I would say that's true for really most of the country. Uh, it doesn't quite work. And, uh, you know, so anyway, I'm taking this all over town. I probably got off on just about every exit in the whole Washington, D.C. area. It was a super good time. Something that I noticed was when I got off where this pastor's conference was, the pastor's conference was uh, in a neighborhood that uh, mostly a black neighborhood in Washington, D.C., and something that I noticed in the subway stations and in advertisements around that part of town were a lot of advertisements that were for abortion. I never saw them anywhere else in town, but I saw them there. The first thing you see when you get off the subway, you know, the sign said, need an abortion. We do that and we don't pretend we don't. And that was one that I thought was interesting. It's about 2015. And so they were competing groups offering abortions, but they were also slamming Planned Parenthood. Uh, Planned Parenthood is a little more 
open now about the fact that that's what they're about because eventually that came out in their budget a while ago. Uh, but, you know, for a while they, they really would focus on, you know, oh, we're here for, you know, counseling and we're here for contraceptives and birth control and other women's health issues. And then somebody said, well, how often do you do that? And they said, well, we do it once in a while. How often do abortions like 98% of their business or something. And, uh, you know, and back then I thought it's there's a couple things interesting, you know, in the poorer neighborhoods um, or in particularly uh, these neighborhoods that that was a huge advertisement expense. Why are you advertising there and not everywhere else? I think there's something to that. It's another thing we're not talking about right now, but that's a thing. And uh, I thought it's interesting that even the other abortion providers think Planned Parenthood uh, is deceptive in what they're about. And I'm remembering that today because Planned Parenthood put out a new series of commercials on uh, YouTube, but they'll be shown in classrooms and they'll be shown in clinics at your kid's school. And these are targeted towards children. All right. These are targeted towards grade schoolers. And I'm going to play part of one for you. And the scene is, is somebody who is dressed as a nurse and she is in a grade school classroom. So if you look around, it's a typical grade school classroom, probably very similar to the one that you went to, right? There's, there's you know, construction paper cutouts on the wall and there's construction paper this. It's not very, uh, you know, it's very teachery. You, you know what I mean? It's not something where it looks like it's an office building. It doesn't look like a high, certainly not a high school classroom. And I looked at it and I thought, well, that classroom could be my third grade classroom probably, maybe maybe sixth or seventh grade classroom that could be. That's the background of it. So this is targeting middle schools. And this is, I want you to hear this. And uh, she's going to talk about, uh, I've edited out the stuff that uh, you might want to cover your your kids' ears with probably, except for she is going to talk about uh, virginity. And this is what this person says. Virginity. What is it? And what's the big deal about losing it? Let me cut to the chase. Virginity is a completely made up concept. It's a t- Hold on there. It's a completely made up concept? That's what she says. Made up concept. It's a term that was created simply to control and shame people. It's a term that was made up specifically to control and shame people. All of human history and every culture on earth has used that term and understood what it meant. But she's going to tell your grade schoolers that virginity is something that is used to control and shame term people. that was created simply to control and shame people, mainly women. Mm. A virgin is someone who's never had sex, but it's not as simple as it seems. For one thing, medically, virginity isn't a real thing. Okay, so it's not a real thing medically. That's what she says. You know uh, uh, how we used to say, follow the science and other stuff? We don't do. Nobody's claiming that anymore, right? Uh, So she says this, and what I want, you know, what really hit me too is how she is so condescending toward the values that most people have, that the idea of teaching your kids to abstain from this, the idea of not showing your kids adult material and pornography, the idea of, we're talking about grade school here, right? These will be shown to grade schoolers, okay? This is not a high school video where probably everybody there would giggle and laugh and they mostly know all about it, right? And even if this is shown in sixth or seventh grade where a lot of schools will do uh, sex ed, this is mocking the values that people have and 
you know, as she goes on, and I'll play a little bit more of it, she goes on to explain, you know, a few of the medical things that are there. But really what she explains is uh, virginity is something that is a made-up term. It's something that you never have. It's not a real thing at all. And it's really designed to discriminate against LGBTQ people uh, and people who may not have sexual relations in uh, the usual heterosexual way, if you know what I mean. And uh, then she goes on to describe the things that uh, might not be the usual way, but the things that other people do, heterosexuals and everybody else. And she describes this in ways that your child sex ed probably isn't going to do. And then she goes on here to say this. Another reason the idea of virginity is complete nonsense. Okay, complete nonsense. And a graphic pops up and says, boing, complete nonsense. Okay, that's the attitude that's here too. So this isn't like some description that's meant to help kids. I think, in fact, what this is more about is telling your kids that, telling the kids that mom and dad are fools, telling the kids that anybody who tells you anything other than what I'm saying, that they are the that they are controlling you, they're manipulating you, and it's about as uh, leftist and terrible as you can, uh, as you can get. Another reason the idea of virginity is complete nonsense is that sex means different things to different people. Generally speaking, society tends to define sex in a very narrow way. So then she goes on to describe it in graphic detail, but all kinds of different things that people do. Once again, this is for kids. And not everything that she says in there the next uh, few seconds is necessarily false. You know, it's, it's stuff that's there. Uh, not stuff I think you want to your third grader to be talking about. Probably you don't want, certainly not from this attitude here. Um, but then she describes this as she finishes it off here. It's time to throw away the notion of losing your virginity. What if instead of losing something, we reframe it as gaining? Because the truth is, when we make our own decision to become sexually active, we aren't setting ourselves up to lose anything at all. We hope we are gaining things like intimacy, self-insight, pleasure, and empowerment. All of these myths around sex and virginity can be so hurtful and overwhelming. But here's the one truth you should remember. Sex is defined by one thing and one thing only, you. All right, so it goes on uh, to get even worse than that. Uh, Who's this for? It's for your kids, probably third grade on up. It's for classroom use. It is probably, uh, you know, something that is intended in the Planned Parenthood counseling centers that are getting put into your public schools right here in Southern California. Did you know that? That that's happening uh, quite often, that the counseling centers are coming in, and it's Planned Parenthood, this organization that is doing that. And these are the videos that they're going to show your kids in school. And it isn't just sex ed. It's that the ideas that your mom and dad are telling you, the idea that your parents are explaining to you why you should save this till marriage, or even if that isn't your values, if that's not your faith, you probably believe that you wait, right? You probably, not everybody, but you you probably know. And here's the thing. She says that we need to talk about this as gaining something, that losing your virginity is gaining something else. Can I share something that's true about everybody listening right now, regardless of your background, regardless of what you believe in a spiritual sense? Here's something that's true. Every single person listening to this right now knows somebody or is somebody who has been seriously hurt, wounded, emotionally or physically in some realm of the sexual world. Every single one of us 
it's either us or if it's not us, which is rare, then it's somebody you know, is carrying around significant wounds, significant heartache, significant, sometimes physical wounds, sometimes mental health issues because of terrible things that have happened to you. And in particular, as a kid, in particular with maybe your first experience, in particular because you were lied to by a person just like this who is lying to kids. This is, we're living in a world where people are so wounded and yet we want to continue to lie about it. And why is Planned Parenthood doing this? Because they need new clients. That's the reason. They don't care. If they cared, they would be more about, you know, hey, you know, wait, even if you're not doing this from a, you don't have any religious perspective on it, you know, the statistics are significant about what happens to a person who experiences these things at a young age. What happens to a person who experiences these things before they're not ready? What happens if it is something that's wounding? What happens in a broken heart? What happens with the mental health? All of those things. That should be the discussion. This is why you should wait. We used to all have that discussion. We used to all believe that. And it's no mention, of course, of of sexually transmitted diseases or all kinds of other things that happen. This affects your future love life. It affects your desirability. It affects so many different things about you psychologically and physically. And we all know that, right? I don't mean to bring up stuff that's hard for us because like all of us, it hurts, right? The point here is that we've got to get beyond the fear of addressing these things, because there are people out there making money off of it. 888-528-2557 is the number, 888-528-2557. They're making money off of wounding your kids. And you might be carrying those wounds from your childhood or your young adulthood as well. Do you really want that to go on to your kids? Do you really want that? Or maybe if it's not you, it's somebody you know, for sure. I don't think anybody is excluded from this in one way or the other. 888-528-2557 if you want to join the conversation. Planned Parenthood is uh, finding themselves in some legal hot water in the state of Missouri um, because they are, a video was made by an undercover reporter showing that they traffic young kids into Kansas for abortions because abortion is uh, illegal without parental consent in Missouri, but not in Kansas. And this is part of the recording with Planned Parenthood nurses. How old is she? She's 13. So she's 13. So what this is, it's fake, okay, but the, uh, the, the patient is fake. So an uncle, so here's the scenario. An uncle comes in and an uncle says, this is my 13-year-old niece, okay? I've gotten her pregnant. So it's an incest situation, okay, which is very rare, but it happens. And uh, he doesn't want to tell her parents. If he's the uncle, then one of her parents must be his you know, brother or sister, right? Uh, and she's there, and uh, he wants to know what we can do. Parents don't know yet. Yeah, we, so we don't do them here. But, we, yeah, we don't do them in Missouri. It's illegal. So it's illegal to do the abortion in Missouri, but then listen to what they say. We do have, um, I can give you a packet of the two locations that do it in Kansas. They have... Did you hear that? People will come pick them up. So people will come from Kansas, cross straight state lines into Missouri to pick up the 13-year-old without her parents' knowledge, without her parents being informed, to do an illegal thing. 
And this is Planned Parenthood saying this. Now listen to this. I would call them and tell them what the situation is. They're going to help you with that. All within Planned Parenthood? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if the school agrees or not. We say that she was at the doctor. And we can cr- we can cut off our letterhead so it doesn't even say where she was. We can we can cut off our letterhead. You see that? So they can do whatever they're doing. Where it, this she's talking about is excuses from schools and uh, all of this stuff. And it is... They know it's wrong and illegal, and they have a practice of cutting off their letterhead. Now, I want you to know something. Do you know what trafficking is? It's moving people and vehicles from state to state to one place to another without consent or permission, okay, or those kinds of things. I mean, this is not, this is not our first radio. How many times do you do this a year? For, like abortion? Girls coming out of the state, yes. Oh, every day. We have- they do it every day. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. Because we set up hotels for them. We set up every day. Every day. We never tell her parents anything. She's an adult. We're not going to So she's 13. We never tell the parents everything because she's an adult. You should understand she's 13. In the state of California, at 12 years old, you as a parent no longer have rights to your child's medical records. Do you know that? Uh, that's where we are in this state. And so Planned Parenthood is probably in some significant trouble for this. But this is a culture of what's happening here. And what's it about really? It's not about caring for the kids. It's about money. It's about staying in business. It is about doing wicked things to kids. That's what a lot of this stuff is about ultimately is it is a lot of money. 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Denise in Culver City, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, good afternoon, Pastor Scott. Hi, Denise. I think all of this is a ploy to give pedophiles and perverted legislators the power to get access to your kids. It goes the same for, for anybody in power, a teacher, somebody in clergy, somebody hiding behind a badge or some type of official. They want access to our kids, so they're trying to use schools to get into our children's heads. And I've heard it said, and I'm not sure it's true, but when your children are in public school, they belong to the school system while they're there. So all you Christian parents out there and you non-Christian parents that want to stop that, you might want to homeschool because they're trying to get their hooks into your kids and normalize early sexual activity so they can groom them for abuse. You know, don't it's, let them do it. It's one of those things, Denise, I thank you for your call. You know, I think people don't want to believe that, but you have to ask, well, why is this happening then? And, you know, what's the next thing happening? So with how we are promoting sexual education, I promise you, one of the things that's coming is sex with minors and how this should be legal. Denise is correct. And, you know, maybe five years ago you say, oh, that's a loony thing to say. People aren't doing that. But you know what? They are. We just saw in the news just yesterday that 95 federal agency, federal, state and local agencies just did a raid and they do this all the time. These agencies exist because the human trafficking is existing and they're rescuing little kids and young people from this. And here you have a situation where a a girl who is there, presumably, it's a fake story, right? The story, I mean, the Planned Parenthood people are real, but they're caught by this on camera, these reporters. The, they believe that this 13-year-old child has been impregnated by her uncle. They're not going to call the police. I mean, it's illegal. You know, he's confessing to a crime. By the way, he himself, he is a rapist, but they're defending him. 
Okay. And then they're going to not tell her parents. They're not going to call the cops. They are not going to do anything. Why? Because they make a bunch of money if they can just send her across the border and uh, get the abortion. They're going to lie to the school. They're going to take off the uh, letterhead from Planned Parenthood so nobody knows where it's coming from. They're going to keep it from the parents, and they're going to traffic her literally to another state with the uncle who should go to prison if this were a real situation. Uh, That is happening now. That is not something that is, um, you know, just somebody's fantasy or something that happens once and you see it on Dateline, you know, late at night and it's some crazy scenario. This is happening all the time. And it's getting worse. And they are going after your kids. They are going after them. And that is, if you do not stand up to that, if you do not speak out for your kids. And this lady, uh, she had it right. It's not just Planned Parenthood. It's people in your schools. We've seen it in churches with clergy. We've seen it in businesses, daycare centers, you name it. I mean, it's there is a perversion in our society that's affecting a lot of people. And uh, it's a big deal. And you got to watch out for your kids. All right, this is the Pastor Scott Show. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. When we come back, we're going to talk about, uh, there's a scandal. That's not a scandal. It's a, it's a I don't know. I don't even know that it's a thing. Are you worried about whomever Taylor Swift might endorse for the presidency? This is like a thing. Is this a real thing? If you're like a a Trump supporter or somebody on the right, does this bother you that she might come out like she did in 2022? There's a lot of social media or 2020 and endorse Biden. I say, who cares? And I think there's something more interesting about her relationship with uh, the footballer, Travis Kelsey, and all of that, that maybe... Maybe she should be cheered for about. I want to know, is that a real thing? Do you really care? Or is there something better to talk about with all of that? 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. We'll be back uh, in just a moment. You can follow us on social media at Pastor Scott Show, at Pastor Scott Show. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. There's a weird thing going on in the news, and I kind of wonder, is this really news? Is it just uh, nut-picking, uh, and I'll tell you what that is in a second, or is it a thing, and maybe I guess you can tell me, the the with the football season coming up and the Super Bowl and the Chiefs especially being in the Super Bowl one of the stories that's gone on in football is uh Chiefs star uh what am I blanking on his name Travis Kelsey uh has been dating uh Taylor Swift Taylor Swift uh who was probably the biggest uh biggest star of the year I think uh was she Time magazine person of the year I feel like she was right I mean she just enormous musician music star right and they, she's been going to the games, and there's been all kinds of weird stuff, and they click on it. And for a while, the Chiefs maybe started to do poorly, and then she was Yoko Ono, which was sort of funny, like if they didn't make But now they're in the big game, and that's kind of gone past. But the last couple of days in the news, and all through social media, there's all of this stuff saying that there's some kind of um, plot going on, that this is very political, and this is about defeating Donald Trump. And she's going to come out and endorse Biden, which she did, by the way, in 2020, full-on endorse Biden. And I think it won Biden zero votes. That's that's my opinion. I don't I don't think there's very many people 
like there's prob- there must be a handful who cares one way or the other. Like you might like it if a celebrity or somebody you know endorses the person you like and like oh they're they're on my side in this but i don't think that changes your vote am i wrong about that you know is uh you know the 13 year olds are going to come out and vote for uh, joe biden because taylor swift says so uh that's uh, i don't i'm not on that page but there's a whole lot of stories about that that are going on uh one newspaper the headline was holy war against taylor swift taylor swift hasn't even endorsed joe biden's campaign but trump is already privately grousing he's more popular than her you know trump's more popular than everybody else according to, that's what trump says he's always he always says stuff like that is that new is that uh <laughs> you know and is this a thing or the nut picking thing is this and this is something that the media does there's some great books about why this happens Nut picking is when they go out and they find somebody to interview on television, okay, or interview on a show where they they find somebody who's going to say the nuttiest stuff to represent whatever point of view they're trying to discredit. Um, There was a book years ago, uh, and it was, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, the book called Bias. He was a liberal uh, news guy, uh, Goldberg, Jeffrey Goldberg, what's his name? Somebody Goldberg. Uh, And... uh, in that, he talked about explicitly where it had to do with Christians and how him at CBS News, how they would go find the goofiest Christian guy who had at least some credentials to be on whatever the news show is, but they would deliberately pick somebody who's going to say the the most outrageous things or put things in an argument that is, you know, just kind of nutty, right or wrong. And uh, it's called nutpicking to say, we're not going to find a serious person to represent this point of view. We're going to find somebody who's a little bit, you know, out there. And that's how we can say, we'll see, we're being fair and balanced, but we're going to marginalize that group by by saying this person is a representation of what they think, and really they're not. But if you don't know any better, then you think so. And that's a common thing. It happens on all sides of media. You go find somebody nutty to represent the side you don't like, and then you say, see, aren't they crazy? And everybody goes, yeah. And sometimes it works. So here's the interesting thing. A bunch of stories on that, but then some other stories come out today. Um, one uh, one father, one guy says, his name is Edmund, and uh, he's a dad, and he said this. And this is where I'm kind of interesting here. Uh The last dude, he writes, the last dude Taylor dated was an unambitious and effeminate British actor who turned her into a forever girlfriend of six years. I guess this is her public, private life. She's a hopeless romantic who stuck around even as he hid their relationship and made her walk on the outside of, excuse me, outside of the road and forestalled family formation. Uh, This is how this guy's writing. Taylor had to lead the relationship and play the masculine role. This is why it did not work. Um, the conservative worldview has been completely vindicated, this guy says, because, and ultimately what she's saying is that regardless of what her political views might be, even Travis Kelsey's political views, he's a footballer, manly guy who is uh, upholding her in a more traditional way, and uh, she's enjoying that, and this might be a relationship that works for her. I guess otherwise, if it doesn't, then there's going to be some crazy football songs uh, coming out in her next concert tour. And the, the notion here is, if people are criticizing her because she might come out and endorse somebody politically, and, and apparently there's some truth to the idea that Joe Biden is his people are trying to get her endorsement, and I, fine, that's what you do. You go out and you do that, and they'll trot him out on the stage somewhere, and people will cheer. I don't know that that does a lot, honestly. And maybe you've gotten – have you ever been influenced by a celebrity endorsement? 
Have you ever like have you ever like changed your mind of who you're going to vote for, Wilbert? Because no, I remember uh, 2020. This was big because I I'm a big wrestling fan, uh-huh. and I remember The Rock came out and endorsed uh, Biden, and he had like a lot of backlash for that too. I mean, does it ever cause you to change your vote? No, never, because <laughs> while I might like some people, I don't have to always align with what they believe. It might sway some people, though. To me, yeah, Maybe it does. I guess that's what I like to I don't. I don't really even want to hear it. If yeah, you're exactly. A, if you're a musician or an actor or whoever, a baseball player, just play the game. You know, and uh, maybe I'm going to vote the opposite of what you say just because you say it. You got any thoughts about this? And, and this is the thing, I think, for people to maybe just step back and say, you know, if you are looking for a return of a traditional masculinity, then is this a good story? What do you think? I mean, should we be looking at this and saying, look, you know, a masculine man and a girly girl together, that's how it's supposed to be. Or does that not even matter? 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. David in Culver City, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Listen, I think you're underestimating Taylor Swift's popularity. The Quinnipiac poll, which now shows Biden ahead of Trump, thank goodness, also <laughs> showed one of their questions was, one of their questions was, uh, they asked people, is Taylor Swift's endorsement important? 18% of people in that poll said yes. You bet your biscuits that the Republicans and Donald Trump want to do everything they can to undermine Taylor Swift. And as, as far as the analysis that she's a girly girl, are you kidding? She's a very powerful woman. She sued record companies, took back control of all her records. I mean, she is no wilting lily. She has a mind of her own and is controlling her own career. And I think a lot of women look up to her and a lot of little girls look up to her. I think she's not a bad role model, actually. Well, I would agree that she's uh, definitely, uh, you know, when I was saying girly girl, I didn't even think about uh, that, because I don't think about that as not being girly girl, actually. So you think that it does influence people, that it is it just her because she's the most popular, or do you think others, you know, uh, other people have influence I, who are celebrities? I think the issue is, the orange Jesus has 40% support. Biden okay. has 40% hardcore support. And the 20% of undecideds are going to decide on a bunch of things that are a little bit difficult to put your finger on. Right now, Trump is alienating women with his misogynistic comments. And I think Taylor Swift has its huge following of Swifties. Swifties are not just children either. They're young adults and even adults in their 30s, late 30s. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, she gets a lot of attention. Okay, I appreciate that uh, that insight. Is David right about that? Thank you, David. 888-528-2557. Can I build on one of David's comments? 2557. Uh, sure. Uh, so if you look at the NFL, he, I think just from her star power alone this season, she's gained them like $330 million in revenue. And she sold a bunch of Travis Kelsey jerseys. Yeah, for the Kansas City Chiefs and the NFL in general. Yeah. So I mean, the star power is there. So I, I, I have to agree with him I on that. I don't want to. I don't want to say at all that she's not powerful or a uh, a strong businesswoman. Obviously, she is. All right. But when you see those two together, and you see you know others, it's just something that is interesting to me. I mean, the question you know, is now: is, Does it translate from the NFL to politics? Right. See, there's a there's a religious que- or a uh, a you know, a political question here. Maybe David's right. And the thing is that David, uh, I think what he was saying 
is the election could come down to about 200,000 votes spread over four or five states. You know, it's, these elections actually are very, very, very close. And it's a matter of percentage points. That's why one of the things I keep telling you to do is get out and vote because your vote counts a lot more than you think. And, uh, you know, if you think that uh, because of, you know, Biden might have won by several million votes nationally, but almost all of those votes are in California, west of the I-5, the Pennsylvania, Michigan, all of those states, uh, small number of votes. And does a Taylor Swift endorsement change that? or some other celebrity endorsement. You know, I to me, I just don't care. But maybe enough people care. See, and that's, I think, one of the things about the politics that, that matters, that, that we have to realize, is that you may not care. I may not care. Everybody you know may not care. But you only need 2 or 3%, 2 or 3 people out of 100 to care. And it can change the course of the election. And uh, that's an interesting point. Uh, with all kinds of issues. 888-528-2557. Eric and Corona, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Pastor. Hey. Do you think, hey, uh, do you think Taylor Swift is going to change votes, or are people just going to say, oh, that's nice? I don't think it's about changing votes at all. I think it's about voter registration. Getting and, more and people to come out. Getting, getting I, I look at, and, and the reason I call is because I thought about it myself, in that here I am, I think I'm 24 years old, I'm sitting down and watching the uh, Arsenio Hall show, and Bill Clinton is in the band playing the saxophone. Yeah, I remember that, and it, and it made and a the, difference. People think it it, it absolutely made because I I had zero interest in voting, zero, hmm. none, and and um, I, I look at what happened in Georgia in in 2020. Stacey Abrams had a ground uh, at, at a. Uh, a, a, a ground game in Florida, I mean, in, in Georgia, that brought out something like 1.3 million people. And that did equate to 11,788 votes. Yeah, but she was running, in, though. In, like, in she state, did that on her own no, with, no, the, no. with the work. No, Stacey no, Abrams. No, she did, no, no, Stacey Abrams ran in 2018 and lost. She was ground roots in 2018. Yeah, mean, but, she's, yeah, but she's the politician. She didn't do that because she got some great endorsements. She did that because she worked hard. No, well, what I'm no, what I'm saying is that she got people out to vote Biden in 2020. In a state that Maybe so. Had no business winning. Eric, I got I got to go to a break. I appreciate that. What do you think? I'll get your call, Alan. When we come back, eight 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 five two eight two five five seven eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com. Or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557. There's some sort of uh, controversy or non-controversy, something about Taylor Swift in the political world. And uh, people worried on the Republican side if she's going to endorse Biden. She endorsed him last time. And uh, my thought is it doesn't make that big of a deal. But many people calling saying, no, no, she's very influenced. You know, the, there's a lot of different issues. There's turnout issues, right? And and uh, that has a lot to do with who wins elections is how do you get people to actually to show up and vote? Like we say all the time, if you don't actually vote, then uh, what are you doing? Um, and that is a, that's a really huge deal. I don't know if it changes people, though. Wasn't there a big thing about that in the last election? 
about uh, they 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 had like Jay Z and Beyonce come out to like a Biden rally and they I made, think that like, was no a difference. Hillary Clinton rally. In fact, that's what it was. In fact, that's when in 2016, and that was the night before the election. That's when I knew she was going to lose because she was in Pennsylvania, and I thought, why are you doing this in a state you ought to win? Something's yeah. wrong. That's when, and then she canceled her fireworks show, and uh, I knew, oh, she's going to lose, and they know it. Uh, you know, what do you, and. and you know, part of this whole thing is why attack somebody if she has this kind of influence? Why mercilessly attack somebody when you could say, hey, you know, I hope things work out with your manly man uh, boyfriend. I know he's Mr. Pfizer and all of that, but, uh, you know, he's a footballer. He's got a beard. He's a tough guy. You know, uh, there's something to to the masculinity argument here that that could be good, maybe. Um, but is this a thing? Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Alan and Whittier, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Yeah, good evening. How you doing? I'm fine, Alan. What do you think? <laughs> okay, so I I don't think your previous caller up there uh, did it does it much research, but um, yeah, I. You know, as far as them being a cutesy couple, um, you know, I guess that works for him. Um, how much of an influence? Like you said, I don't think there's going to be as much as some people think. Uh, they'll they'll come to realize, you know, uh, which hopefully what she is really about. I, you know, uh, if you see her videos, uh, I don't think she's a very good role model whatsoever. From her songs and the and the music and things like that. Uh, it, they've Look, gotten more. Uh, what song it is? You know, she's moved from uh, being. Um, well, she was a country star at first, and uh, now is a pop star. A lot more sexual, although not even close to what a lot of people are. Uh, well, exactly. She's uh, well. She is close. If you see, watch some of her videos. There are they are very uh, over the top as far as. Uh, well, there's days. there's stuff out there, but do you think she has influence yeah. that matters? Because maybe she does. I mean, for sure. I mean, she's no Madonna. Madonna had influence. I don't know if she had any influence over how people voted, but she influenced a lot of people in the wrong direction. I think with, with a certain demographic, yeah, but anybody, um, you know, that uh, doesn't follow that type of pop, uh, I'm lost my boyfriend again. Stuff. <laughs> uh, I think they're going to just bypass her. And, Maybe. Yeah, and well. And like I said, it's small numbers. Alan, I appreciate your call on that. Uh, 888-528-2557. I met Taylor Swift once. And when uh, people, you know, when I tell that story, especially like a youth group or something, people are like, you met Taylor? Yeah, I met her. I met her. She was at Dodger Stadium doing the, the national anthem when she was brand new. I think she was still a little kid. And she was lost. I was sitting in the right field pavilion for opening day. And uh, she's standing there in the sequin dress and clearly lost. And I went over to her and I said, how you doing? And I knew who she was because uh, I was into some country music stuff back then. So I knew exactly who she was. And I knew she was singing the anthem. And uh, she says, well, they told me to meet meet people in center field, and uh, but I don't see anybody. And I said, well, I think they mean the center field area. If you're familiar with Dodger Stadium, in between the two pavilions, right in the left field is the center area. It's like a kid's park now. But back then it was a staging area and they put some other stuff there. And I directed her that direction. And then somebody actually came to get her at that point. Uh, and that's, you know, that's my Taylor Swift story. People are impressed by that story. And, uh, you know, to me, it was like uh, kids lost. Uh, and then she played some song and uh, the national anthem, and it was a good concert. Uh, it was maybe 2007, certainly before she was in any way controversial or influential. 888-528-2557. Alan in Granada Hills, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. 
Hi. Uh, yeah, I just was Alan number two. Yeah, you're Alan number two. Anyway, you're I, probably like, who's the other Alan? Welcome. Right. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to add uh, regarding Taylor Swift. I think she's not going to be changing people's voting uh, preferences, but there are a lot of people that are really on the fence right now. They're not sure where or who they're going to be voting for. And if you're a Taylor Swift fan and Taylor Swift says, hey, I'm all for Joe Biden, that may be just the influence that people need to vote for Joe Biden. And so, you know, you're talking about tens of thousands of people, perhaps. I mean, back in the day, uh, for example, the Beatles, you know, uh, before the Beatles, there was no such thing as long hair, beetle boots, etc. But when the Beatles came out, you wanted to be connected to that particular group. So you got beetle boots, you got longer hair, etc. And it's the same thing with Taylor Swift. But you're a Taylor Swift fan, and it really doesn't make any difference who you vote for. You're going to go with who Taylor Swift prefers, because then you feel like there's a degree of connection with her. Mm. As crazy as it sounds, when you're young, you get influenced by these people. And that would uh, have a positive effect if uh, she gets Joe Biden's support. Maybe it would. I mean, it's not going to hurt. Maybe it would. Do you it's think it's smart hurt. then for uh, people to attack her on the right? No, that's the thing about uh, uh, Donald Trump. You know, he. I'm not sure why... He does what he does. Uh, he doesn't realize it. I was in politics years ago. I was actually worked. I worked for the, uh, Reagan's first term way back in the day. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why his advisors don't try to uh, curtail his attacks on people because all that does is alienate potential voters. I think his he advisors probably that. have tried. Uh, I know. I, I mean, know. It's, it's the nicknaming and thing has worked for him mostly, but uh, you know, if he loses this year. Uh, it's probably going to yeah. come down to voter groups he's alienated. That's true. And the thing is, uh, people that I've talked to uh, that will never vote for him, not because of his record, they will never vote for him because the way he attacks people and his uh, egotistical personality. Well, it's it does, crazy. It doesn't uh, help him, for sure. people feel that way. He's ahead in I every agree. poll. He's ahead now in every poll, though, except the Quinnipiac poll that uh, one of our callers mentioned a while ago. So it'll be an interesting year uh, with all of that. But it'll right. come, it's going to come down to a small number of votes, probably. Thank you, Alan, for calling. And if it's and, that close, it's going to be the uh, Dutch, you know, uh, go one way or the other. Yeah, if it gets close, it's not going to be good. It's yeah, going to be a wild year. All right, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. I'm still on the Joe Biden won't be the candidate page, by the way. And uh, I will owe Big Wave Dave a stake if I'm wrong about that. Um, but I'm on the page of, of no, he's, for age-related reasons, he's going to uh, be out. Uh, we'll see. 888-528-2557. Henry and Compton, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hello, Pastor Scott. Uh, yeah, real quick, um, my opinion on Taylor Smith, uh, what, who she endorses, not going to affect me. I already made up my mind. Uh, secondly, uh, people that do uh, get um, influenced by her is because they're weak-minded. They don't have their own convictions. So if there's somebody that, you know, is going to go with what she believes or who she endorses, it's because they, like <clears throat> the gentleman just called before, undecided. There might be a small few people that she might influence, but I don't think she's going to sway the whole um, uh, the whole situation for the elections throughout the whole United States. Yeah, she opinion. probably won't. But I think that the turnout issue—if she helps people turn out who might otherwise feel like I'm not going to 
participate. You know, we'd have to see uh, with that. Yeah, yeah. But we'll I, I, I don't know that. My call. Yeah, thank you very much, Henry. Appreciate that. You know, it is um, a weird world that we live in of how we get influenced. Are you influenced by celebrities one way or the other? I mean, it works, right? Advertisement works. We're about to have the Super Bowl, and people are going to pay millions of dollars for a 30-second ad to get you to buy something that you probably buy anyway, right? I mean, do you, do you buy more Pepsi because you saw a Super Bowl ad for it? And you know what the answer, according to Pepsi, is? The answer is yes. They find it completely worth it. And they didn't introduce you to Pepsi. You know what it tastes like. You know what it costs. You know where to get it and, uh, you know, or whatever it is that somebody's selling. Sometimes, you know, you're introduced to a product uh, and then that can be worth it. But uh, I remember the avocado ad a couple of years ago. That was one of the good ads, right? California avocado. No, it was avocados from Mexico. One of those companies. And uh, I thought, that's amazing that uh, the avocado company has a Super Bowl ad. And then I realized, well, that's why avocados are so expensive, so they can afford the Super Bowl ad. But it probably works. You know, $3 an avocado, I guess you can have an ad for the Super Bowl. You know, what influences you? That's a really good question to ask in life because how susceptible are we to small things? How, you know, advertisement obviously works. Uh, Otherwise, people wouldn't do it. Um, if I say in and out right now, I'll bet that I just sold a bunch of burgers just cause I said in and out and it's almost five o'clock. Now I've said in and out twice, three times now I've said in and out four times. I bet I just sold in and out a bunch of burgers. This should, this should be the in and out studio. <laughs> okay. The five o'clock, I'm just sending you to buy studios. You hear that in and out? Uh, it's, uh, it is a powerful thing spiritually who, who influences you? Are you aware of, are you being influenced more by a, a, a thought about truth, a pursuit of what is true or what is righteous, what is accurate, or are you pursuing, you know, planting your flag in a certain position or a certain thing that may or may not be the whole truth or part of the truth? I think we all should just be aware of that. Uh, influence is a real thing, and uh, we've talked about that on so many different issues today. Um, we don't have to you know, uh, be subservient to that. But we have to be aware of it. We have to be aware of what kinds of things do. As far as politics go, I don't know. I don't know that she's influencing people. And I don't think attacking her is a smart move. Because then you just offend, you know, a certain number of people. I, I just don't get that. Anyway, this is the Pastor Scott Show. We are on every single day from 3 to 5, and we talk about the issues of the day from a Christian perspective. It's always good to have you with us. I want to invite you to go to kkla.com so that you can go to the Ask a Jew, Ask a Christian event with Dennis Prager and Pastor Alan Jackson. It's coming up on March 12th at uh, Shepherd Church. You can click on that for all the information. It's a conversation uh, between uh, about Jewish issues and Christian issues, and in particular, we're going to talk about Israel and what those mean, and a lot of people are going to go and it's going to be really great. So go to kkla.com and check that out. You can follow us, The Pastor Scott Show, on social media right now, X and Twitter, which is Twitter, uh, Instagram, and the TikTok machine, at Pastor Scott Show. Everybody, will see you tomorrow. Have a great night. Good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.